Bitches gossip. Bees buzz. The TV bees do both. That's us. I'm Tina. I'm Ryan. What are you doing? What are you watching? How you feeling? I'm buzz. Me too. Wanna talk about it? Hell yeah. Now what you need to do is pour yourself a drink. And you better put on those bitchin' slippers. Because we have a lot to say. TVB. And we are back. It's Ryan. And Gina. And Jake. You heard that right. We have a special guest on the pod today. Um, (laughs) Jake. Jake, welcome to our supplemental podcast, Bees Buzz. Why don't you tell the listeners a little bit about yourself and your TV taste? Uh, my name is Jake. I'm one of uh, Gina's good friends, just uh, trying to make it through this this quarantine. Um, unemployed at the moment, just like other 900 million people in California. For sure. Uh, so we have a lot of time on our hands to you know, watch shows and movies and... Uh, that's why I thought he'd be amazing to bring on tonight. We love our guests. Mm-hmm. So one of the uh, shows I wanted to talk about, which I, it takes a, a minute for me to actually fall in love with the show, and Ozark from the first episode just blew my mind. Nice. I still haven't seen it. He's already got one show in his pocket. Nice. But Jake is the type of person that literally we've gone through hours of like Netflix, Hulu, Amazon Prime, HBO. If he hasn't seen it, he's heard about it or watched an episode at least. Nice. So he knows all about what we're about to dive into. (laughs) Hell yeah. We love TV. Um, have uh, Have you had anything new and exciting happening in your life, Gina? I feel like I haven't talked to you since we last recorded. Um, I feel like the only new addition is a new roommate moving in with us for uh-huh. a little bit of time. And I'm actually really excited because um, listeners, as you probably know from our previous episodes, you're aware that my fiance has insane work hours to where he goes to bed. Like currently he's in bed right now, um, probably with his earbuds in, so he can't hear us. But he goes to bed at 6.30 Pacific time. Wakes up at 3.30, so to have someone to hang out with in between those hours has really been a treat. (laughs) And to, like, binge TV shows with, too. You know, the best thing about going over to your house is literally, as much as I love Corey, it's just so funny how early he goes to sleep. And then we're just up thriving until, like, 1, 2 a.m., I think there's something like knowing that he's asleep or like bad, you know, yeah. like children. Like we turn into crazy. little gremlins eating cheese sauce off of your kitchen floor. <laughs> I will say though, Rai, um, something that Jake and I watched when Corey went to bed on, was it Hulu? Yeah. We watched Wrinkles the Clown, the documentary. Have you heard of it? Okay, I heard of it after you texted me last night, and I immediately started watching it, and I stopped it as soon as he started painting the room with blood. I don't remember. I actually um, went to bed early, but Jake finished it. I had nightmares. (laughs) I had nightmares for sure, yeah. Yeah. Sebastian, my partner, found it really entertaining that... um, parents would hire um, a clown to scare their kids. 
and he he found that um the idea of it so entertaining he laughed for a good minute when i told him what i was watching but by the end of the documentary you still don't know who wrinkles is like they hired a fake person for that documentary to play the role of wrinkles it i'm probably going to finish it but there are some things that are just so weird that i need to watch in like breaks or sections rather wait but you're really afraid of clowns right like that's yeah yes it started story time guys it started when I was about four years old. My grandmother took me and my cousin Nick to the circus. I was living my best life. It was a three ring circus. Was a, you know, there were the beautiful girls with the rhinestones and feathers on the trapezes and riding the elephants and like the grandmaster um, in his tailcoat and top hat. And, uh, you know, there were elephants and tigers and it was just magnificent and then out of nowhere this motherfucker um who looked like you know one of the clowns from dumbo who i hated as a kid because they were so mean to him came up behind me put his face over my right shoulder looked at me and said are you having a good time little boy and i flipped the fuck out and ever since then i hated clowns well i just feel like there's an invasion of privacy and they're so creepy like they don't know when to stop or just like when to give it up well they have when they put that mask on i feel like it's an on and off switch from who they are to when they become a clown you know exactly they're on stage that's actually really true jake i'm not sure if you ever watched modern family Mm -hmm. um but one of the uh, cam, the big, the big guy, he's Fizbo the Clown. And those are some yeah. of the funniest scenes to me. He's hilarious, though. But in person, I don't fuck with clowns. I feel like clowns in real life, they live like a sad tale. Yeah. They're like, they're like, probably what we saw with Twisty the Clown on American Horror Story was probably very true. I actually feel bad for him. He's my. He's my favorite villain right behind Zaddy Mr. March from Hotel. Oh my gosh. I have something to get into in a little bit, which is all about Ryan Murphy, but I'll save it. Oh yeah. Nice. Um, Well, as all of you listeners know, we like to drink and we like to uh, make our podcast a fun scavenger hunt for you listeners out there. So I would love to invite you, Jake, to um, pick a buzzword. Um, if any of you don't know what that means, basically, we're going to pick a word at random and we're going to incorporate it into the podcast. Whenever you hear that word, take a sip of whatever you're drinking. And what is everyone drinking? Um, I am drinking a margarita with a touch of LaCroix and a touch of mango juice. Work. I'm drinking. Am, go ahead, Jake. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, I insist. Guess first. I'm drinking a nice frosty Modelo with a nicely slivered piece of lime. Ooh. Oh, you're that kind of guy. I like mm-hmm. nice. Um, I am having something that is kind of like a creation. I didn't have rum, but I wanted a mojito. So I'm having a mojito, but with vodka. What is a mojito? Uh, A simple syrup, lime juice. I 
um, cheated and just used limeade in lieu of those two ingredients. Mint leaves and traditionally rum, but it's not bad with the vodka. It just tastes like a really fancy vodka gimlet. Ooh, I love gimlets. Yeah, so it's just like, you know, a minty gimlet. Okay, okay. So Jake, now that we've had a little bit of time to think about it, I want you to assign the buzzword for us. So a brief question. So is it a word that if we're talking as a group and someone actually says that word, we stop and say, oh, drink. Or we're randomly to stop throughout the podcast and actually say the word and drink. Um, So let's say the word is uh, uh, university. And we say, oh, yeah. And then the character there went to the university in uh, May or, oh, wait, you went to this university, didn't you? So like just if that word comes up out of any of our mouths, whether it's unintentional, unavoidable or, you know, we just want to be an asshole and say uh, university a million times in a row, you know, just. Yeah. I mean, so like. I like to make things interesting. So I might choose a word that's a normal word in our everyday vocabulary that we might be saying a lot while we speak. Ooh. That's uh, fine. Laugh a little bit. That's fine. And we all have fair game to call each other out if any of us hear the word what I choose. Absolutely. Sometimes Gina and I actually forget what the word is like halfway through. And then we like probably... Like, whatever our word was for Tiger King, we definitely missed it a few times. Gotcha. And then it all caught up with us at the end. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Big time. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. Let it rip, Jake. What's our poison going to be? I think the word she. 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 Okay. Interesting. Nice. For this next segment. um so i i see you (laughs) you out here hey i want to update all of you listeners we've been um uh we've been hiding little uh uh, notes that we're going to have something exciting for you guys and uh we definitely do have something very, very exciting for you all, which is exclusive bonus content through patreon.com. Now, what Patreon is, it essentially allows you to be a uh, producer from afar in a financial sense uh, by becoming a patron of ours. Um, How it goes is really, really simple. You just go to our patreon.com, which you can find inside of our link tree in our Instagram bio. So and what is our Instagram for, for the listeners, right? Oh, good point. It's tvbspodcast.com because we're who? The TVBs. Um, so for $4 a month, you uh, subscribe and you'll get exclusive content that you will find nowhere but on our Patreon account. If you're listening to this or you sign up uh, for this months and months down the road, once you sign up, you unlock all previous content. The content that's going to be uploaded um, are exclusive videos 
So we're going to be creating content for you guys for every single TVB's main podcast episode that somehow relates to the show, whether it's a makeup tutorial, cooking tutorial, styling tutorial, we might even do arts and crafts. So that's going to be really, really fun for she and I to create. Oh, I see um, you did. <laughs> Why? Um, How much is this investment? It's only $4 per month and you'll unlock everything. What you'll also get is uh, every week I'm going to do a, an episode of things that we've cut out from the main podcast and Bees Buzz. So here's the tea, guys. We don't stop recording when we take a break. We kind of game plan for the next se- for the next segment um, while we're recording. So I have all of this uh, all of this stuff backlogged. And honestly, guys, some of the best content is hidden in like our ramblings of trying to figure out what the fuck we outlined for the next um episode and sometimes there's just like we'll have to restart because there's like a sound or gina got a pizza delivered so like those moments where it's just like oh wait we have to take a break really quick and then like you just hear like us like sipping or like talking shit about them while they're like taking this random break um so you'll get a, a exclusive video exclusive uh blooper podcast weekly and then when we talk about what's going to be our next um topic this segment is we review a uh previous episode of the tvb's podcast from season one which are all archived and once we air the tvb's episode we will upload the podcast to the patreon so every week you'll be getting three new pieces of content um, with the option of us uploading extra pictures and whatnot. Um, so you'll essentially be getting 12 exclusive videos a month for $4. And so, you'll also be funding this beautiful project to move forward. Yes, it costs us a lot to um, to drink as many times as we say words <laughs> such as she. <laughs> Oh, I see you. Mm-hmm. And uh, Rye, just FYI, my parents are not coming by this episode, so we Thank should have no interruption. God. I almost texted your mom, like, how fucking dare you? On a funny uh, note, when I was here one time at Gina's house, and the first time I met her parents, she put me right to work, and she's like, do you mind holding this picture up on the wall for me, Jacob? <laughs> Never forgets that because Jake had like a blunt outside or something. Oh my god! And it's when we first moved in, and so now my mom associates Jake with just like, oh yeah, he was smoking like a joint or something outside, even though it's like oh we all were. Oh my god! But it's like, oh, yeah, that Jake. I'll never forget when I like lit a joint on the side of your parents' house, and your mom was like, "It smells like a skunk out here." <laughs> Like, she doesn't know. I mean, like, we know. I stand Simpson. Um, <laughs> um, so I mentioned that we talk about an episode from uh, season one, and we are going in chronological order. So our third episode of season one was talking about the hot mess, Lindsay Lohan and the television work that she did, which was oh. her own 
um, Oprah Winfrey Network TV docuseries called Lindsay. And then uh, what was her Beach Palace one? Oh, um, it was called Lindsay Lohan's Beach Club. Yes. So I after one season, mind you. Mm-hmm. So I really recommended uh, Lindsay and you really recommended the beach one. And they both only lasted one season. And spoiler alert, the place closed. Oh, and I the resort. Um, Ryan, I don't know if I ever told you this, but Corey's cousin and his friends went and visited uh, the beach club. And I can't remember if it was already closed at that time or if it was like under new ownership or what the deal was. But the whole premise was like, because they thought, you know, like it'd be a fun trip because Lindsay Lohan forever type thing. Yeah. Lindsay was like lightweight um, roasting slash cyberbullying her employees. Remember yeah, that? Herself. <laughs> Um, but take on Lindsay Lohan just overall in general from like when you were younger growing up to now um when I, like from growing up I remember her in uh Parent Trap maybe yeah, yeah, yeah. right or the twins twin. or something mm-hmm. yeah I just recently watched a movie but not too many years ago Machete I think she actually got naked in the movie which, what yeah. oh my gosh that, right Machete um I know that she got naked in, like, I know what you did last. No, no. It was the one where she played the, she played the hook, she played the stripper that was limbless. Wasn't that a scary movie or no? It was something like that. It was like something like scary movie or summer scary or we talked about it. Oh my gosh. What is it called? But anyhow, um, we definitely discussed it in our episode last season. So sign up for our Patreon to find out the name of our movie that we're trying to think of right now. And then comment um, below on um, the Patreon video what it is so we don't have to re-listen to it. Please and thank you. Um, but Gina, did you hear that Lindsay is coming back? She's coming back to the United States to make her Hollywood return. Okay, I... Um, I'm reading this article right now about her comeback and her song. Her new single, Back to Me. I, I still haven't heard it. Have you? Okay, I haven't heard it yet, but apparently she repeats the central line, I'm coming back to me 30 times. Okay. And according Should to we the article, it says, by the end of the track, it sounds less like an act of self-acceptance and more like a perpetual perpetual lingering over what is lost. Back to me is the song of a woman who has established a morbid pact with her audience. She'll keep haunting the ruins of her youth and we'll keep watching. Okay, hold on. Let's listen to it for a little bit. And we'll tag this. She got crazy. I can't think too much about what they say. And now these Sundays got me feeling like Mondays. I know I drink too much, but it's okay. My life is full of ripped up pages. I've been weak, contagious, but I'm coming back. I'm coming back to me. Oh, but I know that everything changes. All things turn to basics. Now I'm coming back. I'm coming back to me. To 
I get the point. I don't mind it. It's not. I mean, she's doing okay, right? Great. I've always loved her voice. I think we talked about how much I loved her first album. Before. I feel like there's a lot of editing going on because you can still still hear her voice. You know, like her yes. thing. Bad producing. Yeah, or that too. Yeah, and that guess, distorted voice in the in the chorus or the bridge was very. It was very entertaining. If there's one thing out of this quarantine that can happen, it's Lindsay coming back. Yeah. And she's also... I mean, if Britney Spears is um, not, then she definitely needs to be. She's a runner-up. Yeah, and we just said she about there. Oh, shit. We did. Sorry. Hold on. Big old sippy sips. Um, And she's also coming back to TV. She's going to be starring in a movie called Frame, uh, which is based off of a book called Honeymoon, which I, of course, did not look up the premise of, so I have no clue what it's about. Is that on um, regular TV, regular cable, or? No, I think it's going to be like a, a you, you know, a theater-released movie. And she's returning to the USA to go to Hollywood and record it, and she's also writing the script for it. And I'm not sure if she's ever written a script before, so I'm kind of i'm rooting for her i'm hoping that this isn't one of those um i hope that this isn't one of those like you know like when celebrities they think i'm gonna give this a shot and then it turns out so bad think tommy we the room oh but that was so good and became it was good in the worst way yeah jake have you seen um um the tommy Wiseau movie no, I haven't. But what okay. is the title? The what? Right, what's the title of the movie? Uh, that Lindsay is about to be in? No, um, the Tommy oh. one. Uh, it's called The Room. Where he's like, you're tearing me apart, Lisa. Yeah, he's, a, he's basically an awful actor. And I forget if the actual movie is called The Room or the, uh, what I'm referring to is the movie that's about the movie. Uh, that starred who did it star was it Joaquin Phoenix I forget who Um, anyhow it's a really weird movie Um, but I hope it doesn't end up like that for Lindsay I hope that she's well and I hope that I know that she's been in Dubai for a long time because of like the uh, is that where she is right now yeah she lives there because of their strict anti-paparazzi rules um, so I hope that when she goes back to um, Hollywood, she's not going to succumb to uh, her past. I just suddenly had a flashback that we got really scared to talk about Lindsay um, while we were recording our last episode, since she's um, notable for suing people um, who mention her in songs or like in any negative light so um i'm only i only have nice things to say about you girl we love you we love you and uh release new music we love your voice um speaking of music album i hope she does i really 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 love her i loved her first album Uh, i liked her voice on the second album even though i didn't really care for any of the songs um 
but I've liked all of her singles that she's released, Bossy, this that I've just heard right now, exclusive TVB's new music release. And she um, doesn't like candles in her gym, like another pop artist, you know? Like Brit Brit? Yes, like poor mm-hmm. Brit Brit. We stand Britney in this house. Um, speaking of musical artists, we do have a fan submission that I want to play um, as we go into our next break. Um, they um, decided to share with us their beautiful whistling abilities. So enjoy that. And we'll be right back after the song. Okay, my friends, we're back after hearing those beautiful sounds of Sebastian. I mean, I wish I could whistle or make some sort of noise other than a little snap. Jake, but you got the whistle going. Uh, years of experience, you know, you know. What is your, like, most noteworthy whistle? Are um, there any actually, songs? I have a weird talent that actually Gina's uh, fiance can do the same thing, and we prefer to do it over the whistle. And so we make this weird click sound that we actually make really loud and hear from a pretty far distance away. Can you show our listeners? So we're like slapping our tongue. I don't really know how to explain it, but Corey's family always done it to find each other's in like grocery stores or, you know, it's kind of weird. I got it down. So I feel like I'm part of the Rose family. He's definitely a part of the family. And it is actually really embarrassing when I'm like lost in a store and I hear that. Click clack because I'm just like. And she starts walking towards the sound. I literally, yeah, I come running towards like whoever's making that sound, whether it's Jake or Corey. And I just feel like people are looking at me like, what is she doing? But it works like a charm. Anyways, this second part is all about what's buzzworthy to us right now. To me, to Jake, to Ryan, what are we watching? What are we doing? What are we listening to? And personally, I'm all about Netflix right now. And today I just finished Dead to Me season two. And I also finished Hollywood, the first season ever. Um, And I'm really stoked that unfortunately this quarantine has led me to finish two, two seasons of two shows, which is basically like 20 episodes all together. And I'll get in a little bit, but Jake, what have you been watching and what has been interesting to you? Um, I bounce around all, all over Netflix and Hulu on shows and movies. Um, I hate spending time on the menu. Like many people will scroll through the menu for like an hour and a half and I'll be done with the movie by then. So a lot of the movies I watched are probably are not something that people actually watch. And sometimes I don't even remember them. But one of my favorite shows that I, I started and very embarrassingly watched all three seasons in four days was Ozark. Oh, so good. I'm on season three right now, which is the new season. And Gina talked about Dead to Me. She actually opened up the first two episodes of season one to me. And that, that might be one I actually watched to the end. Ryan, Christina Applegate stars in Dead to Me. Oh, wait. Okay. Now I know what you're talking about. I totally saw like uh, promotions for this when it was first released. Yeah, it's trending as number one on Netflix in the U.S. currently. Out of Holy shit. Oh, yeah. I really like the top 10 feature. Oh, it yeah. really helps me narrow things down. 
Ozark is and there's on there. a lot of things that I would have never watched that are on there. That well, there's things that really I would never watch and probably still never watch. But Ryan, I think you'd really like Hollywood because it's a Ryan Murphy original, but it's actually not dark and twisted. And the whole time I was waiting for something really crazy to happen and it didn't. So it's like an actual like happy go lucky type show, but there's so many actors from like American Horror Story past. Like he did a really amazing job um casting for Hollywood. Have you heard yeah. of or seen any coming attractions? Oh, oh yeah. I heavily watched the trailers. I watched all of the promotions for it. It's on my list. I am currently finishing two series right now but that's at the very very top of the list of what I'm going to watch and based on the trailer it seems very light but it also does seem very dark in the sense that they deal with race relations in the golden age of Hollywood they I think are taking like a different spin to it like what if Hollywood actually did allow like a black actor actress to win an award or a black writer, or an Asian actress. Um, There's two actors, Darren Chris and Dylan McDermott from American Horror Story. Love, Yes. And Jim Parsons from Big Bang Theory, Sheldon. Big Bang, Sheldon, yes. Oh my gosh. He is my favorite character. And even though Hollywood didn't get the greatest reviews from the critics overall, I feel like Jim Parsons does such an amazing job and he might like win an award of some kind because he's so, I didn't know it was him at first. I just know him from being Sheldon and being like comedic, but nerdy. And in this role, he's just like this fabulous gay man who has like a dark side to him. And he kind of like tries to be better at the end. And I think you'd really, really love it. I love that. No, I'm definitely watching it. Um, I'm probably going to be done with the two series that I'm watching very, very soon. So I I think I'm going to be starting Hollywood within the next couple of days. I'm still working my way through Mrs. America. And then I'm um, re-watching all of Parks and Recs because when they did the comeback Zoom episode, the quarantine edition episode, I just fell in love with it all over again and I haven't watched that yet is it good Rye it's so good it is my all-time favorite sitcom um only behind the Adams family from the 1960s have you watched Community yet I did watch a few episodes of Community I did really like it um fun fact Chevy Chase, if I ever had a movie about my life, that's who I want to play my dad. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, but what I want to recommend that you all... Mrs. America, it is new. It, uh, it follows feminists such as... Um, such as... Um, Gloria Steinem in the 60s or 70s and it basically show it's uh it's a mini series basically about modern feminism the early roots of it and how they worked their way into politics uh for women's rights and i think that it's a really great show it stars kate blanchett uh, and she's fabulous uh 
she's probably one of the most versatile actors I've ever seen. She can do action. She can do comedy. She can do drama. She can do period pieces. She's really good. I, I actually started becoming obsessed with her after I saw Ocean's 8. Um, and the only reason I watched that was because of Rihanna. And I ended up loving Kate Blanchett the most. So when I saw that she's the star of Mrs. America, um, I was really excited. So I do recommend that. But the main thing that I want to recommend to you listeners to watch. We said she. Oh, my God. Hold on. Let me take a sip before I talk about my buzz. Oh, Kate Blanchett was in um, Carol, right? That movie where she played um, a lesbian I don't think I've seen that. Let me take a moment to talk about my girl, uh, Kristen Bell, which her show didn't get that much recollection, but The Good Place is a really good show on Netflix. I need to check that out. Right? Have you seen that, it? Yes. I, I watched, uh, I think, the first two or three seasons. Um, the twist really threw me for a loop. Oh, yeah. It really threw That's me for good. a loop. But. Go. I saw a tweet that said, if you watch the pilot after knowing what the twist is, you'd be surprised at how many Easter eggs there are that, you know, hint that they are actually not in a good place. Oh. So So definitely watch, watch the pilot again. Just watch the pilot again if you've already seen the series. And if you haven't seen it again, try to guess what the twist is, what the actual twist is. Um, it's it's fun, and there are so many subtle hints. Um, right it, in it. It, it makes it fun for a good rewatch. Right. By the way, that Carol movie, Sarah, Sarah Paulson's in it. Love her. Mm. So you might need to check it out if you haven't seen it. And she was in Ocean's 8. I love that. Um, my, my, uh, let's see. The eight are Helena Bonham Carter, Aquafina, Sandra Bullock, Rihanna, um, Kate Blanchett, um, mm. Mindy Calling, uh, Anne Hathaway. Ugh. I know, I know, but Rihanna was in it. I had to watch her. Um, as you guys, as you regular listeners know, we hate. We're know, not a fan of her. Yeah, we don't like Anne Hathaway. And then the eighth one is, you know, there's an eighth girl in there. Oh, did I already say Sarah Paulson? Oh, Mindy. Um, no, I said her. There are eight wonderful women, strong, powerful women. Um, and it's and you know it's a it's a it's a heist film based off of the Ocean's Eleven uh, franchise. Speaking of heists, what I highly recommend to all of the listeners to listen uh, to watch is a wonderful movie called Den of Thieves that was released in 2018, which is a heist action thriller. It stars Gerard Butler, 50 Cent, and O'Shea Jackson Jr., uh, who is Ice Cube's son and actually played his dad in uh, Straight Outta Compton. And it follows a gang of, uh, of heist 
robbers. And normally this is not something that I would watch, but I saw the preview for it. And it's the first preview of the night that we uh, saw like two nights ago. And I said, yes, let's watch it. I'm totally down for it. And it was so suspenseful, specifically the final heist and the twist at the end. Um, I love a good twist. And I was very excited to see, to hear that Jake also is very familiar with this movie. I think, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think you called it your favorite movie. Oh, yeah. It's one of my top three favorite movies. Gerard Butler, one of my favorite actors. Um, 50 Cent actually does a really decent job in this movie. And just overall, watching this whole movie through the two hours and plus minutes that it is, you're... You're on this, the, the tip of your seat, you know? Oh, for sure. For sure. Like the last shootout. Oh, yeah. I I was so, so nervous the whole time. And not even for like any of the principal characters. I was more so worried for the onlurker, onlookers. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we said she too many times. If you guys just heard how I pronounced oh, that last sentence, um, could you imagine and, having that scene happen to you if you're sitting in a dead stop traffic? I would wish I was dead already. I, I don't even know what I'd do. I, I think do. Like, oh, oh, yeah, I'd be. I'd be like, can you guys just like hold on and let us get out of the fucking way, please. Like, duck down, duck down, duck down. So yeah, then, like, and then what? Broken glass? My windshield is just gonna shatter on me while you tell me to stay down? Fuck you. I don't like that. But then, there was a scene at the end that gave me almost identical vibes to the usual suspect ending. Oh, the end, the end scene? Yes, the hint scene, and when he starts connecting the dots, and then the twist at the end happens. If you don't like thriller action movies, you're going to like this one. See, I don't like those type of movies, but I feel like I love this cast. Yeah, um, and um, I want to fifty act. That's yeah, so, for sure. I also have a random character in there that I actually don't know his real name, but he was Cheddar Bob in the Eight Mile, and he actually does a really good job acting. Yep. Yes, I I agree with you, Jake. Um, and fun fact about the cast: Fifty Cent happens to be my birthday twin, um, but he's thirteen years older than me, um, which happens to be my lucky number. So, and I think I he got that... shot that many times too. <laughs> oh my god. Nine times, but it's close. He definitely has a he. He still has shrapnel in his tongue. That's like just forever embedded there. He's still spitting though, right? Oh, still one of my favorite. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, so I highly recommend that. Also, check out Ozark, check out Hollywood, and check out Dead to Me season two specifically. Um, oh wait, now- right? Jake has one other show that he just showed me that's also on the top 10 of netflix right now go for it absolutely outer banks. what's it called right, you to check it out it's called outer banks mm. briefly, it. briefly it's about these teenage kids who grew up in like the marsh i can't remember exactly what location they grew up but just having the segregation between like marsh people in clothes and like the rich people that live on the other side of the island it just 
puts full perspective on any teenager growing up in any average day life having those different kind of clicks around just in a different atmosphere. Okay. That actually seems extremely relatable. Is there like a murder or drugs or like any type of weird? All the above. Okay. See, that's what gets me hook, line, and sinker. Yep. That's why Absolutely. So good. Dead to me is so good. I have to check out Den of Thieves though. Yes. I, th- I think that you'll really like it. And I think that you watched my recommendation from last time, right? The Scarlett O'Hara War? Yes, I did. What What did you think of that? I mean, I feel like I wish I was her. <laughs> right. Um, Vivian Lee. Yes. Um, and maybe in another time I was, you know? Nice. So look at that. We actually uh, watched each other's recommendations. Look at that. We out here. He Cheer. out here. She we out here. We out here. Oh, you said she again. We all out here. Um. Now, of course, we're all sipping, um, but I want to talk a little bit about food. So I want to play a little game with you guys. Uh, What would be the perfect meal that you've already made in the past that would pair with what you're drinking right now? Tacos. Tacos. Nice. What kind of tacos specifically? I actually really want to make homemade Crunchwrap Supremes. We have Except for the crispy tostada. I saw somebody uh, on Cinco de Mayo that I went to high school with making those homemade crunch wraps and they looked super good. Who? Um, I'll text you his name. Okay. Secret, secret stash. Yeah. I have like, not, not secret. It's just I don't want to talk about somebody that we know like on the podcast in a good or bad light without their consent, you know? Totally, totally. But yeah, so I think my drink right now would pair best with um, tacos. And what I want to make in the future with this drink is Crunchwrap Supremes. Homemade. Work. Jake? Um, I have a special recipe that my grandma makes. Shout out to my grandma. She's 99 years old. Woo! Um, she pairs like a enchilada casserole, but um, adds in a little bit of uh, chili relleno into it. Yum. And I'm drinking a, a vanilla with some lime in it. So, I mean, if you can, anyone can add ingredients together and make a, a dinner, but to make it how she makes it, it's, you know, pretty impossible. But I'll give it a full shot. What's your grandma's name? Uh, her name is Maria Hernandez. She was actually one of the last uh, alive Rosie the Riveters. Oh, that's so cool. Oh my gosh. Have you been to the Rosie the Riveter um, Museum? Yeah. In Richmond? Yep. Nice. I live very close to there. That's awesome. Like one little funny story. I don't know if we have time, but um, working on the chips, all the the guys would make fun of all the women because when they're welding, like TIG welding, all the women would have drops of the, the TIG on their arms, so all the women would have uh, burn marks on their forearms because of it, because they didn't really know how to do it. Okay. Or she a G. <laughs> it took time. Before, before I go into the food that I want to talk about, I do want to say I saw a trailer recently about either a movie or a miniseries about the, um, about the Rosie the Riveters 
who specifically were painting like the radioactive um, chemical onto like different products, but they were using their tongue to lick their um, brush and make it wet. So they basically like inadvertently subjected themselves to radioactive poisoning. Um, I forget the name of it. I promise guys I'll post it in the story. So you guys know exactly what I'm talking about, but I don't want to have you guys listen to me um, Googling something and trying to figure things out by keywords. So I will. a recent um, show on HBO. Chernobyl. Yes. That was so good. I still have to watch the last Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. We'll be dedicating a full episode of the TVB's main podcast to the miniseries Chernobyl this season. I promise I'll watch the last episode before. Uh, The the movie's really dope as well. Oh, the movie. Oh, yeah. What's the movie? So it's called Chernobyl. And it's about a a group of kids that get a, a legal... Uh, tour guide to take them actually into Chernobyl, which is really a creepy and eerie scene to see, which is actually a true story if if no one knew. But uh, there's a lot of fiction and facts to the movie, but it, it actually lays a good perspective on it if you actually watch the movie as well. So I'll check it out. Wow. Is it like a or is it like actually showing them enter it? It's, it's in between like a guy holding a video and someone actually recording the movie. So in between both of those, I would say, but pretty, pretty eerie. If you'd ask me, you know, I heard, I didn't look, I didn't look it up, but um, I heard that there's currently an active fire in those radioactive forests. So what does that mean? That means like radioactive flames, like anybody within like that distance can be like subjected to radioactivity if they breathe it in. So 2020 is just dealt us another card. They actually, if, if like 2020 was a game of Uno, they reversed us and then drew four and then changed the color like all in a row. I saw on some funny meme. It's like we're at level five of Jumanji. Let, let off the yeah, the hornet. <laughs> by the way, do we know anything further about these American hornets, or is that just they'll be they'll be in the United States within the next year? I think year or two. They're here, um, they're here in Washington. And, oh, they're here in Washington already. Oh, great. So I, I'm trying to look Where? up the guy's name, but there's a uh, there's a guy who does a lot of research on like insects. And like the one through 10 painfulness of a sting of a lot of insects. And he actually caught one of these, these hornets and you actually, it's on YouTube. You can actually see him sting himself with one of these hornets that just made their way to the United States. And he rates this as one of the top, the single first most painful stings out of any insect that he's had purposely sting him. Oh my god! It's kind of scary. And then, do they have something to like inject him with right after he stings himself? So a lot of people are not going to die from a single sting from these hornets, but it's going to hurt like really, really bad. But ten is 11, it localized or does it spread? No. So if you actually watch the video on YouTube, like he gets a single sting, and then it, his little on his middle of his forearm, and literally his whole forearm puffs up in a matter of like five minutes. So it hurts really bad and painful. You won't die, but if you get 10 or 11 of those things to sting you, you know, 
we better start praying. Shit. And what do they look like? I mean, like, are they noteworthy sizes? They look like hornets, but two inches long and thick. Oh my god. It's like a my girl scene gone wrong. Have you guys ever been stung by a bee or a hornet before? A bee? I'm actually allergic, so I avoided it at all costs. Yeah. I actually just found out I was allergic probably about six years ago when I was working at Cal State East Bay doing grounds maintenance. And I was weed whacking and I hit a a hornet's nest that was on the ground. And they started swarming. I got a couple in my shirt. And they, they stung me like in my chest and I didn't know at the time, but I ran back to the, to the, uh, to my boss's like office and I was taking off my clothes and like one, like, like flew out of my shirt. But the doctor said just because it was so close to like my breathing passage that it, like they had to give me an epi shot, but oh, just wow. it started closing down my throat. But I'm not saying that they don't know I'm not allergic, but I carry an epi most of the time when I go out, you know. That's scary. So how do you give someone an EpiPen just in case? <laughs> you should, should get, it, get it to them any t- anywhere you can. Okay. Just hit them with that pen. And- I usually see, like, at least, like, on movies and TV shows that they, like, stab the thigh. The thigh, yeah. It's like, yeah. yeah, your main thigh, yeah, for sure. Okay. Because you don't know Uh, Street. I I actually haven't had to get my epi besides when I went to the hospital. So I'd actually don't know if I'm if I'm out jogging with Corey and Gina. I'm like, Gina, stab me in my thighs. I will. (laughs) Um, I have been um stung twice by bees. Uh, the second time was definitely the most traumatic because I was in middle school and. Uh, the middle school that I went to, the lunch area was basically um, bench after bench after bench after bench after bench. Um, so like basically we just had so many benches. benches, so many benches, and we just like ate our um, lunch on our lap. So I had a can of uh, Safeway Select fruit punch uh, next to me, and I was taking a sip of it. And as I was taking a sip of it, this bee crawled out of the can as I was actively drinking it and um, and stabbed my, stung my lower lip. So Your it was like lower a, lip? So what did it look like? A bad lip got, injection? Lip <laughs> it looked like I had a lip injection, but like really, really fat. Like I, I, I have... I have relatively full lips, and it made my top lip look so thin. And there's this woman who, during this quarantine, somehow received 22 lip injections to become the new Barbie. And that's what this reminds me of. Respect. (laughs) (laughs) Um, As for what I would make, I'm going to go ahead and continue this B conversation. Um, in relation to what I would make to have with this vodka mojito. And I think what I would have are the veggies that I made tonight, which are Swiss cheese and garlic roasted Ooh. artichokes with a honey uh, uh, a honey lemon pepper aioli. And I am actually having that with hot links and roasted asparagus. That sounds delicious. 
So basically, um, I created this drink around my meal, which prompted my question to you two. Um, and Jake, if you if you would be uh, oh so kind, um, if you're allowed to share this beautiful recipe that you described, I'd love to post it on our story so everybody could have a Modelo and some wonderful coordinated food with it. Or I is can, that I, your I I secret? I mean, it's a little bit of a secret, but I don't know it off the bat of my head. It's something that I would give you a recipe to post later on, I guess. For sure. Yeah, for sure. I, I want everyone to... My grandma's 99. I don't know if she's going to be making that uh, recipe too many times, but she definitely um, gave it to a few of her nieces and nephews to keep the tradition going. So I don't think I have a problem actually sharing that recipe. Nice. I love that. Thank you. so sweet. Mm. Cheers. I'm actually going going to her house tomorrow to do some yard work for her. Well, tell her that, um, tell her thank you. (laughs) on that note we will be right back after a brief message from our sponsors fat snacks oh my gosh ryan i'm really trying to lose weight for my wedding because i need to fit in this dress in like three months have you heard of fat snacks i haven't what is that fat snacks is a delicious food company that provides convenient keto friendly snacks such as cookies different types of teas that really satisfy your cravings while maintaining your goals oh my gosh so you mean i can basically eat cookies on the couch while watching netflix in moderation but you don't have to feel bad about it oh my god and this is called fat snacks how do you spell it uh, F-A-T-S-N-A-X, and you can find them on Instagram at, at Eat Fat Snacks. And if you use promo code S-N-A-X-5, you will get 5% off of your order. Oh my god, that's amazing. I can't wait to try it and hopefully look damn good in that dress. You will, girl. You will. Thanks, Fat Snacks. And we are back back with our final segment where we talk about what what's buzzworthy who is he who is she drink who is we mm. All right. I don't know more to that's be the, honest that's the question let's hear it <laughs> so uh, what are we going to talk about right now we are going to blindly look at the news headlines that really, really stuck out to us. And we are going to talk about it without fact checking, which is my favorite thing to do. I hate when I lose control with no fact check. (laughs) (laughs) I love losing control. Um, The, I'll, I'll go ahead and start, but the headline that stood out to me the most, of course, you guys know that I love giving you the LGBT news headlines And I'm proud to say that the next headline is, colon, Netflix shoots down criticism that it features too many gay characters. And I applaud Netflix for this, because for the longest time, my kind was subjected to heterosexual relationships, and I don't relate. 
So if anybody criticizes that there's LGBTQIA plus content out there, then I suggest that you focus on what you love and not what you hate, because at the end of the day, you're just going to be mad all the time if there are things out there that really, really make you want to send hate in the comment section. Um, yeah, you know what? Fuck you. I'm not going to uh, disregard straight culture because it's not for me. Look at the story, not at the sexual orientation. And that's my take on the headline. Um, you do see when you click on that headline who the main photo is of? Jim Parsons in yes. Hollywood. Yes. Snap. And this article, it could be found on Queer Tea. And it was published on May 7th of two of 2020 by David Hudson at 9.05 a.m. So, you really searched for a while for this one. <laughs> um, I went back a few pages, but this, it actually kind of enraged me that people would criticize um, sexual orientations in movies. Like, no matter I, how good their acting was, you know. No matter how good their acting was, it seemed so irrelevant. And to me, it's actually kind of um, petty that somebody would say, oh, just because there's something gay in here, it's not a good show. Like, look past it. Um, I think that Christians and straight people are have breeded some of the worst kind of mentalities in people. Um and not, I mean, my parents, of course, are straight. They birthed me. I mean, the type that are like straight only parents. Um, right. If you um, look at this article, I'm just like scrolling through completely unrelated, but Queer Eye is renewed for season six. Season six already? Yes. We so watched season one on my 30th birthday party. A birthday trip and I'm still 31 so they've had six seasons in I like two years I think I think because they're so short holy shit all right well we're gonna be reviewing that in Bees Buzz sometime this season because I know for a fact that we did uh Queer Eye the reboot well snaps to Netflix you know good for you snaps to Netflix and clap back and I actually want to now look and see what their clap back is and their clap back is sorry you have yet to realize that every gay person is very necessary uh oh, I'm that's never going to I'm never going to unsubscribe from Netflix now. That's amazing. Um, growing up, knowing that I was a little gay boy, I didn't really have much to gauge that off of unless it was tragic. So I'm very happy to see uh, queer content in the 21st century. Um, <laughs> right. yeah. my, my challenge to you is literally to watch Jim Parsons. That's, I think... You can skip the first episode. Maybe start with like the third. No, gonna... I'm watching. I'm watching all of Hollywood. I love everything that Ryan Murphy has. Can ever you start done. it tonight, please? <laughs> I need to. I am very calculated in the fact that I need to finish a series before I start a new one, or else I'll end up with a dozen second episodes to watch. 
Okay, wait, what are you finishing? Mrs. America. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yippee. Um, so that's my headline, and I'm very happy to see that Netflix is on the ally of is on the allied side of my people. Gina, tell us your headline. Um, this is super random and really stupid, but my headline is from CBS News, and it was the only thing that really attracted me in the moment. Wild goats take over empty streets of Welsh town as residents stay inside. But it's not <laughs> the actual photos themselves. We'll post some of these, but it's so hilarious because legitimately this like beautiful town obviously is shut down for the shelter in place. And there's all of these insane looking goats walking around that are being like photographed and I can just like see something like this happening in like a small town like El Cerrito where somehow like in Berkeley or Albany what is that area that has like the small zoo in Berkeley Tilden oh yes Tilden so like Tilden releases their small animals and then somehow they end up at like the farmer's market in Kensington it's a great golf course by the way Yes, Kensington. Ryan, we have to check it out. Maybe Friday. We just all... Kensington, California is one of my favorite unexpected towns. It's not publicized a lot, but you drive right through it, and it's the cutest thing ever. I feel like it's a blink-and-you'll-miss-it town, though, as I'm driving to Arlington. Oh, definitely. But the Arlington is so beautiful, and those people that live there... One of my favorite buildings in the entire world is the fire station that is right off of the uh, Arlington. That is, I want to say it's maybe octagonal shape. It's definitely several shapes. You know the one I'm talking about that's like on the corner before the bear roundabout? Yeah, it's tiny. Yeah, I love that building. I I would love to live inside... I would live I would love to live inside of any fire station. I think that brick buildings are the most beautiful buildings ever. Are you sure it's just to live in a brick building? Well, I mean there's also the built-in stripper pole, so um, um. <laughs> anyways, okay, Jake, what is your headline? Or what have you been seeing in the news? Um, I haven't read much upon it, but Mike Tyson bringing his comeback back at 53 years old. What? Okay, so I need to know all about this. So I haven't read much upon it, but he's 53 and he's training to come back to do like exhibition fights for like, for uh, like, um, what's it called? To raise money for charities. charities. But there's a couple guys that called him out, like Tyson Fury or some other guys. I don't know if you know much about boxing, you guys, but. Mike Tyson, best heavyweight boxer to ever step a foot in the ring. I know that there's one who eats ears. That's him. That's him. So who would be in his weight class that he would fight against? So right now, Tyson Fury is the heavyweight champion right now. Okay. And Mike Tyson called him out and thinks he could take him. He has 20 years on him. But 20 years. Tyson just brought out a, a training video and everyone's just astonished of how fast and skillful he is still at 53 years old. I think what he has like in him is this like pent up aggression, anger, 
insanity. <laughs> I mean, who else would eat a human ear off a body? Like, did he chew it or did he just like rip it off? You he's don't know my life, bitch. <laughs> Get Ryan in the ring. <laughs> yeah, he actually had a uh, an inter- interview uh, with two people, which was pretty entertaining, which was with Eminem just recently and uh, Joe Rogan. And this Joe Rogan podcast was probably casted probably like a year ago. And he told everybody that he turns into an animal when he boxes or practices. So he doesn't practice anymore. So this whole thing of him coming out is probably like astonishing to everybody. So it'll be interesting so to not, see what happens. Not practicing. No, he's no, just, he is. Okay, no, okay. A year ago, he was totally against it. But this video that he posted on the internet about two days ago makes him look like a beast. Ooh, we might have to post that, Rye. I love a good comeback, honestly. I love a good comeback. And, and it feels like he's doing it smartly based on what you've said. It seems like he's doing it in a way that he knows the way to raise publicity around oh, him. Sure. Whether it's him or his team, it definitely seems like a collaborative effort because he's actually going to be back in the ring again after how many years? It's probably been, I don't know, 15 years, probably at least. Yeah. Now. Wow. I don't know, but if you guys are big fans of Eminem and Mike Tyson, they have an interview that just came out a couple weeks ago, which is very interesting. Eminem? Yeah. What? Where can you find this? Um, I think I, be- I believe I, s- I saw it on YouTube when I was, sure. when I was searching for okay, it. I'm going to look for it, Ryan. But Mike Tyson. Send me the link if you find it. Oh, I got it. It's 47. I, I actually so, just listened to a new uh, Eminem song, now that you mention him, uh, called Darkness, which is inspired by the Las Vegas Mandalay Bay shootings that happened, I think, two to three years ago. And the music yeah. video actually uh, kind of reenacts the shooting, and it's uh, it's definitely a trigger warning, but it I'm glad that he's bringing light to this issue of us being petrified to not go to public spaces at least yeah no, i agree and that yeah, guy's uh it's, it's, 12, yeah. years, 12 years over this year so congratulations to that guy wait who m oh shit. wow congratulations m uh, marshall is- mathers cheers to you um here's an obligatory she his daughter have you seen photos of her on instagram yep She's gorgeous, that little Haley. Yeah, she turned out okay. Dummy hot. After all those songs about her and her mama. Not not so much about her. It was always about, like, Eminem, like, wanting her, but, like, saying, like, you know, your mom is not shit. Uh, From the songs Kim, uh, I believe there was a song where he even killed his mother, theoretically. I think they've all resolved Probably. their previous beef if, I, if i'm not mistaken i actually believe he's still with kim to to this day to be honest oh really yeah he always loved her but hated her yep i love hate relationship okay i'm looking at this photo he looks so old my tyson 52. how is he about to get in the ring like that he is it, i wish you guys should just it's like a 10 minute 10 second clip when you see him uh, act like an animal yeah Okay, we're going to find that. Okay, Rye. Anywho, 
what is your game that you've been talking about this whole podcast? So my game that I've chosen for us to play is, can you name these seven things that come in sevens in seven minutes? Now, I'm only, okay, so, you know, there are seven days of the week. There are seven dwarves. There even happen to be um, uh, seven Harry Potter books. I'm going to give you each 30 seconds to collaboratively name the seven sevens of all seven categories. Okay. Starting, starting with the days of the week. Um, and I'm going... And I'm going to go ahead and start a timer for 30 seconds. And once the 30 seconds ends, I will tell you guys exactly what you missed. And if any of you guys want to play at home along with us, go ahead and pause between each question so that you could have the full minute. I'm only giving you guys 30 seconds because there's two of you, if that makes any kind of sense. (laughs) So we're going to start out and I'm going to press start at the count of three, two, one, and you are going to give me the seven days of the week. Three, two, one. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. That's the seven days. Done in 5.29 seconds. Good job, you guys. Now, I want to uh, challenge you guys to uh, name all of the seven dwarves in three, two, one. Grumpy. Happy. Dopey. Doc. Bashful. Sneezy. Sleepy. You guys got all seven in 17 seconds. Good job. Good job, TVBs. Woo! All right. There are seven deadly sins. Three, two, one. Name them. Oh, my God. (laughs) The seven deadly sins. Probably cheating. Oh, or, or, anger. Uh, oh, anger, that. yes. Wrath. Wrath. Greed. Greed, yes. Anger. Uh, lust. Sin. I don't know. Lust uh, is one. One. That's 30 seconds. We have gluttony, greed, lust, pride. Sloth and wrath. What is sloth? Being like lazy. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> so basically, everything that people are doing in the quarantine instead of, instead of what they should be. Um. Okay, so I feel like we kind of like talked about America's Next Top Model last episode um, and how it like has suddenly become problematic. 
but they definitely did a photo shoot um, of the uh, seven deadliest sins. And oh, what? you should post that, Ray. I will, but the most fucked up thing is the person that was uh, assigned to do wrath actually lost her f- one of her very best friends two days beforehand to you know an overdose and then they lowered her in a grave like what what <laughs> wait on tv on tv her name is kaylin and i i want to say that she got the best photo of the week hopefully uh is she didn't get the best photo of the week, not some bullshit she's yeah she's in a grave days after her friend died of an overdose and recently top model has been exposed for being problematic due to them telling gay people that they shouldn't be proud of what they do for uh, uh, prominence that uh People should have their gaps closed uh, to become what marketable. I mean, this is uh, t- 10 to 20 years ago, but I mean, mm. the shows are still around and I, I, I feel like people should not on shows tell people what to look like because of a certain trend slash marketability. I understand where marketability comes into every single campaign. However, you cannot, you cannot discredit anybody's physical beings as incorrect or else it creates a false standard that may not be there in 10 to 20 years. Does that make sense? Yeah, I mean, we live in a society where people are really judgmental, you know? Hugely. Hugely. And uh, I, want, I wanted to add a little bit. Absolutely. Um, I was raised, like, very, like, inappropriately. And so, like, I see, like, what you're saying and I definitely, you see, I don't know, until you live life, then you see that those type of people that puts that, that kind of judgment on people is not is not true. So I got raised to think one way, and it's not until I started living life to realize that that's it's not true. In this, exactly. In this way. Yeah, I mean, I I can definitely relate in the sense that I was told by one parent that I shouldn't be queer, but then the other one was fully accepting it. So, like, as I was coming out, I couldn't necessarily differentiate what was correct or not. But at the end of the day, what's correct is what you feel. Um, Real is what you feel. Feelings aren't real. Who Ryan is. Yes. Nobody can define that except for 
myself. Nobody yeah. can define Jake except for Jake. Nobody can define Gina except for Gina. Nobody right. can define anybody but themselves. And if you feel the need to do so, I highly recommend that you shut your mouth and not make a sound. We're going to go ahead and move on to our next seven for seven. I want you all to name the uh, seven children from The Sound of Music. Okay, you have to be involved in this too. Absolutely. Okay, tell us when to start. Tell, tell us when to start what? Hold on. Because I only have like one or two. Wait, well, I'm sorry. I'm actually like extremely confused right now. Let's want to start guessing because you have to be so involved ready? too. You say ready. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry. All right. Three, two, one, go. 30 seconds are on the clock. I need ready. you all to name the seven characters, the seven children from the uh, Sound of Music. Okay. Fre- Frederick is. Kurt. Uh, Marta. Marta. Not Gretchen, but. Gretel. 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 Um, shit. We not, said Frederick. Not, not Eisen. Liesel. Oh, damn. You coming out the cuts. Louisa. Kurt. All right. 30 seconds is up. It's Brigitte, Kurt, Frederick, Gretel, Liesel, Louisa, and Marta. Mind you, whichever one of you guys, and I'm going to calculate the scores as I re-listen to it, I am going to send one of you an ultra-exclusive envelope full of things, depending on who won out of the two of you. Oh, we're against each other? Oh, I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm assigning the questions. You guys are answering. But, like, it's a collaborative effort that you guys are going to be um, answering together. But whoever has the most individual uh, whichever point you said that is a 100 will count as a point in your favor if that makes sense yes nope (laughs) (laughs) I'll text you later and explain it Uh, are you guys fans of Harry Potter no can we ask you that one well, I have the answers here, so that's unfair, so I'll skip that one. Okay. But I will start the timer right now to ask you guys, what are the seven colors of the rainbow starting now? We'll go red, green, purple, orange. Yellow. Yellow, blue. Indigo. You Violet. guys got all seven in 13 seconds. Good job, bitches. And that was the last question. So pride. the winner will be posted on our official TVB story. Um, 
And that was our game time. And now I just have to say thank you guys for listening to us talk about what we recommend, what we think about our last season, um, our headlines. Send us your top headlines and we may speculate about it in a bonus video. Who knows? Take our game time. Take our game time. Feed wild goats. And definitely watch Den of Thieves. And That's definitely my take on this episode. Oh, what is it? Oh, that you should watch everything that we said. Okay. And Mike Tyson, you got to sharpen up your skills. And Mike Tyson. Hell yeah. Well, I think that does it. Wait, one more thing. One more thing. She. Ooh. She. She. She does what now? She drinks. She's out here. She out here. She out here bringing it to every bowl. (laughs) Yes. Also, future spoiler alert, catch us for an episode of Pose where we're going to bring it to you to that bowl. Bring it. There we go. Sign sealed Bring delivered. Bring it to the runway. Runway. Run, 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 runway. <laughs> Gone with the wind. Fabulous. Gone with the fin. Fabulous. There she is. There, there she goes. And there she stays. <laughs> Jake, thank you so, so much for joining us for this episode. You're literally welcomed anytime (laughs) you've been a joy this entire episode um i have to ask a very new question for tvb's podcast moving forward uh scale of one to ten ten being the most how lit are you off she from the beginning of she (laughs) That was a solid three. <laughs> and I'm looking at about seven empty Modellos. I'm probably a solid eight. Eight, 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 eight. We got him to a solid eight. I was going to say I'm at an eight, too. Damn. I think I'm at a 6.72. You fucking be Calculating right there. <laughs> Anyways. Anyways, thank you guys for listening. Tune <laughs> to our very next episode where Gina and I are going to be discussing Euphoria. And if you decide to go ahead and, uh, you know, subscribe to our Patreon, becoming a patron of ours, you could see Gina and I giving not only ourselves, but also Jake a glitter tutorial. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> can't yeah, wait youtube channel yeah <laughs> toodles toodles <laughs> love y'all right yeah oh we wanted to say cheers to you one last time not on the oh. pod oh cheers <laughs> jesus christ
We love you. I can't wait to see you Friday. <laughs> this is going to be honestly so much fun. Ha- have you seen Euphoria, Jake? On Showtime? Or no, I mean, wait, know, no, I, HBO, right? I, I, know, HBO. I know what the word means. Oh, we should all have them watch an episode this week. Yeah. What's today? Tuesday. Okay. And then I'll, it's like seven episodes tonight. <laughs> and then I'll like text like you. Hour like, or they're an hour. Right? Uh, no, they've. Uh, they, TVBs, uh, they're both about an hour and a half right now. No, how long is Euphoria every episode? Oh, eight. I think. Eight, eight, eight or ten. No, how long? An hour, right? Oh, an hour, yes. I'm sorry. Yeah, an oh, hour. We get through probably at least four episodes tonight. Um, it's, it's like about drugs and young people. and. Um, I do have to say that like one of the most interesting things about Euphoria is how accessible every single drug is uh where do they live young people where do they live they live somewhere that seems very chic right right like we've never even heard of some of these drugs that they're doing Mm. well high school i mean which they're supposed to be in in high school yeah i've never heard of any of those except for weed and cocaine But there's, but I, I didn't like even participate in I, uh, either of those in high school. About, uh, now, like we know about like ayahuasca. You heard about that? Okay, I did, and I want to try that because Chelsea Handler did this series called Chelsea Does, and she did this yes. episode called Chelsea Does Drugs, and yes. the penultimate episode was her. Or maybe it was the ultimate episode of her doing uh, ayahuasca. And one of her friends is like fully like vomiting in the corner. And Chelsea's just like vibing on this ayahuasca. I think that was the first time I've ever seen her cry or show like an emotion other than like humor. Same. Gina, did you know that Chewie died? What? He died in December. Wait, Chewie like... Was that Jimmy Kimmel? Chelsea, like, Chelsea lately is, like, midget Mexican. Because there's a Chewy that's Jimmy Kimmel's guy. I think I actually heard about this. Yeah, Chewy's gone. That was her boo-boo. That was her, that was her sidekick. That was her, that was her boo. Three. What was his cause of death? I forget. I forget. I just know he's dead. As of December. Oh, he had a heart attack. Oh. 63 years old. His other name was Little Nugget. Wait, isn't that what Chelsea Handler (laughs) called him? (laughs) He's a bad bitch. He's out there cheersing himself. Ryan, are you cheersing? Oh no, that was my that was my uh, straw clinking to the bottom of the glass. I wasn't cheersing to. Actually, let's all cheers to. Uh, let's all cheers to uh, Mr. Chewy from Chelsea lately. We love you. 
Wait, Ryan, we have to fill a glass. <laughs> now we're just going to be like looking at people. This guy died. Let's choose. Should we, should, we, should we like say like a, do we, do you guys actually know him? No. All right, let's, let's say like a, let's say a nice thing. Say, say a nice thing. <laughs> okay. I've got this, yeah. <laughs> Chewy. Chewy. He, <laughs> he took pictures with um Chelsea Hambler. Yeah, are you looking at the same thing we are? <laughs> oh yeah, he's like a little uh I love him. What's his name from uh he's a little movie. nugget? He's a little chicken nugget host. Do you think he had a big swan? Huh? Mom. Oh, I love Chelsea, dude. I know 50 used to fuck her, too. Huh? Oh, I heard they had a little thing. Yeah. Oh, they did have a thing. My birthday I twin and her. her. She used to say, oh, yeah, I love that D. What? Oh, she said it. I She probably said several times that she loved that D. Damn. Good for her. Rye, do you listen to Heather McDonald? I like Heather McDonald. I really love her Marley Matlin impression. Uh, Marley Matlin is a uh, deaf artist who happens to speak English in deaf speaking tones. Wait, what? Like, you know how, like, when a deaf person speaks English, she won an actor for that. She won an actor? She won an Oscar for speaking English while deaf. Chelsea? No, Marley Matlin. Oh, I was about to say, what are you talking? (laughs) Were we talking about Marley Matlin for a sec? No, you were. She, she's, she's like fully deaf, but she was the first actress to win a speaking role as a deaf person. I don't think I meant that. Okay, so I almost went on this date one time with a guy who was deaf, but... I was fully expecting. Are you judging that he's deaf? (laughs) Ryan, did you get this email from a chorus line? No, no, no. But (laughs) hey, Ryan, did you did you understand that how I was hinting how like I got raised differently since we're not on the podcast anymore? Wait, what do you mean? Oh, you don't understand, like, when I brought it up? No. I just thought you, like, legitimately got raised differently. Oh, no, no, no. So I'm just going to tell you off the bat. I'm, I'm, all, I'm 100% different, you know? I got raised to be, like, really, like, homophobic. Oh. So I didn't want to say that, like, fully, but I thought I hinted it. But then, it, like, it, I said, like, to actually live life, that changed my whole perspective because that shouldn't even matter. Oh, it's all good, man. I You've never treated me any 
kind of differently. So I don't really care anything. That- no, I, I, wanna, I, I was trying to prove the fact that like, no matter like how, how you're raised, like until you actually live life, like then you actually understand that no matter if you're black, white, gay, straight, like you're a fucking person. So that, that was that was my whole point. I just didn't know if, if I actually should bring it up on the podcast. No, I I love that because at the end of the day, there could be people that auto- randomly come up as listeners of our podcast or we're recommended to them and all of a sudden they're going to realize that a gay person is sharing their opinion with you. And I... I find that what you just said is so commendable because we don't have any control over who is listening to us, but we hope that everybody supports us. So actually it's comforting to me hearing your background with this and actually recording with us that makes this even more of a meta podcast than it was before we started recording today. Well, you're more like universal because like me in high school and like how I used to treat people and like me now is uh, 100% like a different person, you know? And, you know, Gina is basically a drag queen without a dick. So, um, <laughs> as as her and I create this podcast, it's yeah. fantastic to have allies like you supporting her bio queen status and my G and the LGBT. Yeah, and so to be honest, like I was trying to ask her, is like I actually don't even know what that what that means. I didn't know if I should ask you. Is like, hey, some of the people may not know what that abbreviation means, but. It means lesbian, gay, uh, LGBTQIA, lesbian, gay, bi, transgender, queer, Are you sure you're gay? <laughs> Inter LGBTQIA. I know the synonym. I hate myself at this very moment for not knowing what the I means. I want to say it means intersexual. Yeah. But I, I brought it up just because of the fact that I used to think 100% differently from how I do now. So I don't know if I should have actually like fully brought it up. So I kind of hinted it to you. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I want to be an ally for every single acronym within that combination of queerness. However, at the end of the day, I will never know what it's like to be anything other than the G acronym of that. So I know what it's like for me. I I cannot speak for lesbians. I cannot speak for um, people. But you still go through some of the hatred that... Yeah, it's all kind of like grouped together. it, it it's all extremely grouped together and at the end of the day i cannot 
Speak for all of them. I can't speak for all of them, and I cannot uh, endorse the negative aspirations toward any of the queer acronyms. Uh, If it's a problem to you, then you're focusing on way too much of the wrong issue and less of protecting your people if you are uh, if you're sending hate towards an acronym of an orientation that's not correct to you. I get, I'll speak on on all of them. It's, it's we're all people, and no matter who you are, or what you uh, suit yourself to be. I mean, we're we're all, we're all the same. So that's the whole point I was going to get through. That's absolutely. I'm glad that you said that, Jake. Actually, that warms my heart and like. The, the yeah, dude. I used, to, say, I, used like, be, I used to be a fucking douchebag, so it it, it took it took living life and actually experiencing instead of having somebody tell you how you're supposed to to think. Because I mean, don't get me wrong, I love my dad, but he grew up in a different fucking time, you know. Feel like all of our parents grew up in a different time in the sense. Oh, for sure. And I feel like we're going to be a better generation directing our kin in toward a direction that's not heteronormative and not as judgmental as you were saying just now. Um, it's it's refreshing no, that's to true. me. It's refreshing to me because I know that I didn't have a lot of queer um, references growing up that weren't displayed in a unfashionable way. Um, So I thank you for your take on that, Jake. I mean, honestly, like, there there should be more homo... uh, heterosexual guys like you out there that have understood that what you learned as you were children are not necessarily what's the T. And the T is true. Let's get real. There's, there's, it's 50, 50. There's a lot of people that will think the opposite and it sucks because we live in a cruel world, but thank God that there are, I did a lot of douche, doucheful things back in the day, but I, I'm a better guy now, and I, I, I spread the word, and you know, like you don't judge people. You just don't judge people, man. You know, so like, yeah. And like I, I mean, b- between me, I'm a fucking a Mexican Jew, I'm, I'm, and like, I got, I wasn't fully accepted by everybody, so it's not the same as what you guys have to go through, but it's, you're not accepted in all aspects like a, a regular, like white, normal person is, which is pretty racist to say, but it's true. No, I get it. I actually do get that. So I just wanted to, I wanted to point as that a, out. I don't know if I should have actually fully said it. As a white man, I definitely am given more privileges than I am as a gay male in general. Like, I've definitely been through an airport with a shit ton of edibles before it was my time, and I was never stopped for it. 
and by my time i mean like in california we've been we've been legal in weed for what two three years or so at least a year or two before that i definitely went into the uh airport and was not stopped over extreme evidence via cctv and 3d cameras that i was yeah you had weed keistered or what i had edibles i had flour i had a lot and i was surprised that i was not stopped and that's Mm -hmm. when i actually realized that there was a problem in this when they were letting things go because of skin color because of assumed ethnicities uh, that I definitely was a huge example of white privilege and I hate that I think white privilege should be human privilege like if you're going to let me go you're going to let anybody go because you know that at the end of the day especially with weed we just want to get stoned and like hang out at the beach we just want to like I think get... you should run Ryan would be perfect <laughs> I don't think I would be good at running for president no, be the governor just get stoned at the beach you'll all be fine like, honestly, like, I don't understand what the issue is. And I hate that, you know, I'm in a long time serious relationship with a person of color. Like, I, yeah, he, he ran with Ahmad just on Sunday. Um, and that issue in itself, as I was watching the video, made me extremely sad because... You watched that video, yeah. right? I watched it. I mean, that could be that could be my partner any day. And I don't like it. Yeah. Dude, it, it like, gives me, like, the goosebumps. Like, everyone has their own upbringing, but being in a relation, a uh, black and white relationship. Oh, yeah. What's that called? Uh, interracial. Interracial relationship being gay, like that is that's that's the toughest of tough. Yeah. But I mean we you can't stop it. it. We don't know when it's going to happen. We don't know we don't know shit about shit until it happens. And that's the scary truth of the matter. We don't know who is feeling a certain type of way about however who is the victim and that is disgusting to me it does not feel correct to me it does not feel progressive to me and it doesn't feel like it's providing me a sense of security knowing that my partner may not be safe because of their race yeah, well, I know that's be- because of fucking arrogant people that don't know like right from wrong. And you watch the video, and it's like he was shot with a rifle three times 
point blank, less than 10 feet away. And it did not seem like he was the victim of the situation. It did not seem like he was attacking anybody to be, uh, to be curated as uh, hated to whites. Yeah, I know for sure. So yeah, I mean, I think like, no, just stop, focus on yourself. Don't worry about anybody that's in your neighborhood. If anything, it's color related. Um, you know what, man? Let that be your opinion. It doesn't sit right with any of us. Right. What did you take earlier? Did you say? <laughs> what type of weed? Um, I definitely. I took Hi. a uh, I took a twenty five milligram capsule. Nice. That is definitely hitting hard right now. You out here? Yeah, I, I, I'm I out only here. Thirty milligrams last night. I couldn't even fucking move. Oh my god. Yeah, I made these edibles, and I think that they're a little bit stronger than 25 milligrams, and I will never have another one of those again. Bro, you know, you know, I don't like to fucking, when you make your own edibles, you don't know what the potency is. You don't know what milligram you're taking, so yeah, I, one big fucking trip 10 years ago, never took edibles until I started buying them from the club, so I know what uh, milligram I'm taking. So like 30 milligrams to go to bed is perfect. But 30 milligrams to try to go out and party, no way. No fucking way. And I Corey, kept, Corey kept, kept trying to feed me and Gina a little bit. It's like, do you guys want another bit? I'm just like, oh my God, Corey, you're trying to rape us. Oh, Corey. I mean, Jake literally couldn't feel his leg. I couldn't even move. I was on thir almost 30. I was like, Jesus Christ. I kind of like, uh, last night, I definitely went through a situation where I was awake until about 3 a.m. because I had too much sativa in my system to actually fall asleep. And Sebastian woke up at about 2.30 in the morning and was like, are you still awake in bed? And I'm like, yeah, I'm literally still out of my mind. I literally don't know what to do at this very moment. But then I vibed and I slept until about 11 a.m. And then I was all good. Oh, you know, a drug I was going to bring up right after um, ayahuasca, which one of my buddies makes in New York, DMT. Oh, Corey wants to do that. You ever heard of, you ever heard of it, right? I've heard of it, but it's just like I'm not sure how I feel about it. It's an eye-opening experience, just like ayahuasca, just cut down into five minutes, ten minutes. That's kind of cool. You don't have to, like, keep that high going for, like, hours on end. 
Yeah, it's, it scares me just like, uh, what's that? Salvia. Oh, yeah, salvia. You ever smoke salvia when you're younger? Salvia. Salvia is my favorite <laughs> strand of weed. It's like a, it's an incense, but they'd sell it out. Uh, oh, 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 uh, hold on. I know what this is called. It's called potpourri. It's, if that's the proper name, but they would call it, uh, what did I say? Uh, salvia. Salvia, yeah. Yes. It lasts like four or five minutes, like just tripping. Yeah, I didn't I didn't care for it too much. It felt like I don't know. Like anything that a chemically induced drug will feel like. It just feels like you're not human for a Gina, few you're seconds talking, to you're a few the minutes. Batteries, the battery's about to die, Gina. Oh my god. Right, right? Yeah. My computer because we're what on one laptop right now. Um my laptop's about to die. Hold on, should we just like outro really quick for like two seconds and then let it fall out? This quick because this shit is gonna die. I'm at okay, we're doing this like literally, like within the next 30 seconds, this episode's gonna be done. What do you want Uh, me to say? Wait, remember two hours and 30. Okay. I'll put it. I'll write in my notes. What do you? Am I going to say, Jake? Thank you. I'll see that or make <laughs> yeah. something up. Yeah, go ahead. All right. Uh, so to wrap things up, I want to actually say thank you so much, Jake, for joining us today. Uh, if you have any last words, go ahead and spit them. Um, I appreciate you guys having me on your uh, podcast. Just. Uh, Treat people how you would like to be treated. Beautiful. You. Cheers to that. that. And as Love for you, that. my B, let's just do a final clink clank. Clink clank. And call this shit a day. Calling it a day. I love you guys. And we'll see everybody, you next- everybody get your, your straws ever so loud and just say... Buzz. Buzz. Toodles.